Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. Usually when I review and recommend a board game here on the podcast, I've played that game at least 10 times. It's kind of my rule of thumb. That way I know the game well, and I know it has some staying power. But recently, the 11-year-old has been on a kick to play new games every time we sit down at the table. That is, games he's never played before. That makes it a little hard to play a game repeatedly with him, but it does mean I'm getting to try out all the new games I buy a lot faster. That leads me to this bonus episode you're listening to right now. Instead of a scripted and highly edited review of a family favorite game, I present to you my loosely organized thoughts about a first play of a new board game. Today, we'll take a look at the new game Gartenbau from 25th Century Games, designed by David Abelson and Alex Johns. I was a little skeptical that the 11-year-old and his 11-year-old cousin would go for such a pretty garden-themed game. The box has all these lovely flowers on the on the cover and it's it's kind of styled. It says Flower and Seed Annual 19 excuse me, 1898. Um, so it has this kind of uh, vintage look to it and Inside the box are lots of components with more pretty flowers, um, all illustrated uh, in that kind of 19th century style. Um, but they did, actually. They, they're always up for a new game, and, and they ended up liking this one a lot. There's a, a lot of cardboard in this box. <laughs> um, if I look at the instructions here, let's see. Components. We've got uh, a, a market board that's made out of two pieces. You can flip the pieces around depending on how many players you have. But there are six starter seedling tiles that each have four little flowers depicted on them. There are 72 seedling tiles. These kind of look like domino tiles. They're, you know, two squares next to each other and each square has a a flower in it. Um, Different colored flowers, red, white, blue, um, orange, green, and purple, so primary and secondary colors, although all very vintage I'll have to get Emily in to do some color commentary on, on that. Um, 48 plant tiles um, that, again, are the size of the seedling tiles, and then 54 flower tiles. Uh, these are kind of two-by-two tiles, and, and, and it's all cardboard. None of these are cards, um, so it's, it's actually a pretty heavy game in the box. Uh, setup did take uh, a minute or two. Um, actually punching out all that cardboard took most of the time. Um, but once the setup was done and I kind of figured out where all the um, all the cardboard needed to go, uh, the game was actually pretty easy to learn and get started. Uh, the rulebook is really fantastic. I was able to read through it pretty quickly and get us going in just a few minutes. So in this game, you're, you're gardening. You're creating your own little garden, and there's this market board where you can get seedlings that will turn into plants, that will turn into flowers as you play the game. Uh, the... The market board has this, the gaming term is a rondelle. I think that's a fancy word for circle. It's this circle that you travel around with your player piece and you're getting seedlings to add to your garden. And again, these seedlings are, are kind of domino shaped. They're kind of two squares stuck together to form a rectangle. And so you lay out your own garden by putting these seedlings next to each other. Um, they don't have to match like blue for blue seedling or anything like that. They just have to kind of line up in a grid. And... Um, if you have the right seedlings, so each seedling is is one of those squares. Let's say you have you know a, a, a blue seedling next to a red seedling. Uh, you can then upgrade that uh, that set to a plant by taking one of the plant tiles. 
um, but it has to be the right color. So if you have a blue seedling next to a red seedling, that's going to make a purple. So you need to get a, a purple plant to go there. And there are these really great resources. I got the some deluxified edition on Kickstarter. Um, the downside of, of backing on Kickstarter is sometimes you've forgotten months later what you actually ordered. But I have these wooden uh, resource tokens, suns and water droplets that are really cool. And so you have to collect those as you travel around the market board and then spin those to get these plants. Um, and then if you have the right plant, so you've got a two-by-one plant here and then a, another two-by-one plant next to it. Together, that makes a two-by-two two square. And if you've got the right colors, you can then play one of your flowers uh, for the big points. The flowers are worth the big points. So the flower is a two-by-two two and it lays on top. So you might have two purple plants that are each two-by-one and then you put a purple flower on top of them. Or, or maybe you have a red plant and a blue plant. And then you put a purple flower on top of that. So there's a little bit of basic color theory going on. Again, I think Emily's going to like this game. Um, and the plants are the big points, right? Plant, plants give you some points, but flowers give you the really big points. Each player starts the game with a hand of five flowers. Uh, and so right from the get-go, you're trying to think, how can I put the seedlings in my garden in an arrangement so that I can then get the right plants uh, so that then I can add the flowers on top of that. So you kind of stack these things as they go. Um, you do have to plan ahead here, right? So you could put a lot of seedlings down, but if the colors don't line up well to add the plants, you can usually get a plant on top of something because as long as you're mixing primary colors or you have a couple of secondary colors next to each other, you can put plants on. But the flowers have very specific requirements in terms of those colors. And so you need to plan several steps ahead to get those flowers in. Um, I like the rondelle, the, the circle bit. Um, you can kind of skip ahead to get the seedling you want, but you have to leave a trail of resources behind those sunshine tokens and water drop tokens. And that means other players can come by and pick up those resources for free. Um, so I like that kind of balance element to it. Uh, the scoring was really simple. Um, some games uh, where you're kind of building this tableau in front of you have more complicated scoring, but this is the flowers are the big points and they score and the plants score a little bit and then that's about it, right? Um, there's not a lot of complicated scoring going on, which is nice. Um, as you play the plants that you're buying, um, those two by ones that you're upgrading to, they, uh, those, they're stacked and the stack goes down and the, the plants get more expensive but also give more points. Uh, so I think that, I kind of like that. Um, it gives the game a bit of an arc, right? You may be rushing out early to get some plants that are cheap, and then later you can be a little more strategic. You've got to save up for those plants, but they're worth more. Um, and the flower tiles, I said each player starts with uh, a set of five flower tiles, and they, they have some recommended starting sets. Each of them score in different ways. So let me grab a few here. So some of them are pretty straightforward. So like the calla lily just gives you 16 points. That one's pretty easy. Um, and then the, let's see, I've got a, Carnation here that's worth 18 points. Others are a little more complicated. So like the Larkspur will give you six points plus two points for every, every green seedling or plant you have in your garden. So um, ordinarily the seedlings don't score anything, but this one will turn those green seedlings into some points. Um, let's see. Oh, this one, the the Datura. I've never even heard of that plant. Datura. Uh, this one actually scores you points based on the holes you have in your garden. So if you've got an empty spot in your garden that has seedlings uh, above and below it and left to the right, um, that's a hole. And the more holes you have, the more points you score here. Um, so those are the, the basic flower tiles. Um, they also have more advanced flower tiles that have more complicated scoring. Um, and when you play with the advanced tiles, 
there's this kind of drafting thing you do at the beginning um, to figure out which flower tiles you'll be using and you'll be scoring. So I think there's a lot of replayability there, but I like that they have the basic tiles that are pretty straightforward in terms of points and then the advanced tiles to give you a little more fun to play with. So the only thing that I didn't really like on the first play was that I, I kind of clobbered the 11-year-olds. Um, this is a game where you have to plan like two steps ahead, right? If you want to lay those flowers down, you've got to have the right plants, which means you've got to have the right seedlings. And so um, one of the 11-year-olds figured that out fairly early in the game and did pretty well. The other one uh, took a longer time to kind of figure that out. And so uh, it was really hard for him to score points near the end of the game. So this is a game where I think a little bit of planning ahead uh, goes a long way. Um, and so I can expect that if I played this with people who'd never played it before, um, that I, you know, it, it's it's a game that, that benefits from repeat plays or at least um, a fair amount of planning. So uh, family friendly, certainly, but you might have to watch it if you're playing with kids who uh, have trouble planning ahead. Um, overall, I think this game really exceeded my expectations. Um, I kind of backed it because it um, looked fun and I like 25th century games, the publisher. I've, I've talked about some of their games here on the podcast in the past. Um, there's a, it's a really great production. It looks um, really beautiful. All these kind of old-timey flower illustrations, um, lots of cardboard and, and wooden tokens, as I said, um, and mechanics that really fit together nicely. I think that's why I like this game so much, and I was so delightfully surprised at, at how much I enjoyed it because it's got a lot of things going on, but everything fits together really well um, and makes sense. And so anyway, it's a great, great game. Would definitely play again. So there you have it, my initial thoughts on Garten Bau by 25th Century Games. Uh, will this hit the table again in the future? I have no idea, um, but I hope so. Um, I hope to play it again soon and introduce it to Emily. And if it holds up um, to repeated plays, you might just hear a full review of the game here on the First Player Token podcast in the future. That's it for this First Play bonus episode. I've been your host, Derek Bruff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games. <laughs>